Hello, hello. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé What the Fuck podcast with me, Nadia, Lon, and Mariam. Um, before I proceed, I just want to say we're now on Instagram, so please follow us on at 90 Day Fiancé WTF. Guys, want to say hello? Um, I really do want to say hello to all of our wonderful listeners, but I'm still shook from this episode. Like, I'm still just like in shock, so um, I just, I can't get my words together. Hey everybody, it's, it's, it's Lon again. Um, yes, definitely do hit up our Instagram. Uh, come find me, especially on IG. I'm not hiding behind a fake account. More on that later. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not going to charge you uh, for every uh, comment you make. So just uh, feel free to follow us. We'll follow you back. Um, so I think we should start with, you know, something really light. And by light, I mean like... Stephanie and Erica. Um, okay. Lon's that was pretty heavy couple. for me. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> No, it's all good. It's all good. It's all it's, good. Uh, well, I guess they're, yeah. Well, let's start from there first and then we'll work out. Hopefully, um, it gets, well, I don't, it gets juicier, hopefully. Yes. Um, so, I, I think from, from the, from last two weeks preview, we, we knew that Stephanie did you know found it hard to confess to her mom and um erica continues to be the cool chick that she is you know mm-hmm. she's our she's one of our queens i would uh, that i'd like to say yes and um yeah and she she brought stephanie back to uh you know hang out with her friends uh for game night and i thought that was really really cool um you know her friends are cool, right? They were very honest. They told Stephanie how they felt, uh, how they felt towards her, right. and I can appreciate that, right? I mean, you're not faking it, unlike probably Stephanie. Um, I just don't know how to feel about Stephanie's reaction when she found out that Erica had an ex that um, supposedly like was ashamed of her or basically hid her from. Uh, from everyone else, you know, sort of like a, what you call that? Like a, you know, she had, she was like in a side chick. Yeah. Like a side, side chick, like in a down low, you know, relationship, you right. know? Um, and I know Erica, you know, she dropped the best, uh, you know, the best, uh, how you say mic drop moment for me, which is why are you playing with, you know, why are you playing with my heart when you cannot figure out your own? And I think that's so spot on because yeah. Well, first of all, we don't even know if Stephanie is really bisexual. And I've always said this, you know, since many, many episodes ago, she's bi-curious at best, um, you know, and she's also an actress. So again, like, I just feel like, you know, I hope Erica gets a spinoff. Because mm, if Darcy, it. yeah, exactly. If if Darcy that. can get a spinoff, I want Erica to have a spinoff because I want to see her find love, right? And she's so bubbly, and I like seeing her avocado dresses and her watermelon know, earrings, so <laughs> right? Um, and and she's and she's so like she she's you can tell that she's not about the drama. She's she's all about hand, handling things maturely, and that's what I admire about um, about Erica. So, what do you guys have to say, Lon? All right. So, uh, okay. With me, the, the, the party, I, I thought, might have been um, one of the bigger scenes uh, because there, there could have been a lot of reveals. I think um, Adam, uh, like I said previously, I, I think he has a way of disrespecting their relationship. And um, last night, it almost kind of started off like that, where, oh, let's, let's play this game where, you know, I'm going to try to um, bring, up, bring up drama and, and see if we can get Steph to flip out. And she kept her composure. So um, there wasn't really much there. Um, the bigger scene then was, you know, obviously when it got to the room. And I think, in my, in my opinion, I don't think Stephanie... Um, one, her reaction really was over the top. Um, I can't blame her. I, I've been that emotional before. I think I was immature and I was, I was younger. 
And I don't know how old she is. I think she's really young. So I, I've, I've done that thing where I've like thrown something out of anger. Um, so I get, I understand how angry you can be that like, you got to pick something up and throw something. But I, now that I'm obviously older and taking a step back, I can re- I realize how that kind of reaction is, is, is toxic. It's unhealthy and it's bad. But on top of that though, I think she failed to address Erica's vulnerability at that moment. Um, it, I think it was selfish. If she actually just took a step back, it's another incident where um, Stephanie made it about her. Erica was basically just trying to tell her, this is why I feel a certain way. And, you know, I was, I was that undercover lover in the past, you know, for a long time. I think she said 10 years. It was a big part of her life where she, mm-hmm. right, where she felt um, she was being hidden. Um, she was being treated like like some side chick uh, less than that you know like just just someone who was who was invisible and rather than choose to address that and choose to be understanding um and showing um comfort um stephanie took that as an opportunity to say well you you're being dishonest with me and how can we continue to move on which i think is a, is is a valid argument but i think they could have addressed that another time I think she could have just approached that differently instead of um, flipping out, losing her shit, breaking stuff and storming out. Right. Um, If anything, it just uh, reiterated to Erica that Erica can't be vulnerable. Erica can't share um, with Steph uh, these personal things. Um, She can't confide in her. She can't be a confidant in the way that uh, a lover or that um, a significant other, a relationship, someone you're in a relationship with, um, can be so she can't come to this relationship as a source of comfort and as a source of safety. Um, Stephanie isn't showing her that. Stephanie every on, at every turn when Erica tries to be vulnerable with her, it just seems like Steph um, gets angry and uses it uh, as an opportunity to um, to make it about her. And last night was no different. And I just really feel really bad. And yeah, if there's a spinoff, I'm totally all about that. I think, <laughs> I think Erica's interesting enough all on her own. Even if she wasn't looking for love, I would watch her do fun shit, right? Like I would totally right. watch her pick earrings for fucking 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't know, like walk us through her, um, her, her fashion sense or whatever. I don't, I, I, I'm all for it. You know, I'd pay for that shit. So yeah, and I love I love her accent also. I could just like hear her talk like for a long time. Like that, there's just something about like Australian accents, and I think you know like the Williams's accent in London. Like there's just something about those accents. Um, so yeah, I totally agree. I think that you know she she's super whimsical. Like the way she dresses, I love like the colors and stuff. Not my personal style, but just just something fun. Um, to kind of always observe. So I loved her avocado dress. I thought that was adorable. Um, and, you know, I just feel bad for her because, you know, Stephanie is so immature. Her reaction to uh, what Erica told her was like so dramatic over the top. Like, like really do you have to get up and like break something? And um, I don't know. I just thought that was really over the top. And the fact that she like ended it so quickly, it just, I don't know. It just, it came across like, again, just very irrational. You know, she does not, she, she looks like she's like the calm one in the couple. Um, but she's actually the irrational one. You know what I mean? Um, even though I do believe she's older than Stephanie, I'm sorry, than Erica. Um, so, so yeah, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't like, like happy about her reaction. I thought it was a little bit over the top. Um, and I just think that Erica deserves better. Um, I think that she should just find someone that is like similar to her. You know, she just has a very carefree attitude. She's, she, you know, she has like this colorful hair and, you know, she dresses a certain way. And so you kind of think like, you know, she's not the brightest person, but then when she starts to talk, she's actually very level-headed, you know, totally not emotional, um, just super normal and like just, easy going happy go lucky and um she should just like you know cut the dead weight and move on like mm-hmm. she needs to kick this girl to the curb so yeah it's almost like when you watch it 
Erica is really in this to be in a relationship and mm-hmm. and Steph is plays up the drama uh for the cameras. It, you could it, tell, yeah. Yeah, it oh you almost kind of remember, oh wait, she has this other stuff on the side. You know, maybe this is her way of playing it up, of being the talking point, of of trying to steal scenes and trying to get her name out on her um, socials again. Whether or not that's true, it just kind of feels that way. Like, okay, yeah, like, I, gotta, I gotta turn this into something like super dramatic. So right. there's never, there's never um, a dull moment. It's, it always has to be packed with drama, um, packed with conflict, packed with crying and shouting and tears. Um, yeah. You know, that there's probably only been two scenes the entire season where it hasn't been um, a, a huge blow up. Right. Um, so it makes me wonder then, is she, is she just playing, is she just leaning into this, this character a bit, um, a bit too much Oh yeah. <laughs> um, at that. So yeah. And uh, it makes me feel bad because um, yeah, Erica does deserve better than that. She definitely dials it up a few notches uh-huh. um, unnecessarily, but just for dramatic effect. Um, I also, I, and again, I, I, I should have won our listeners, but we're we're a spoiler zone. We're not spoiler free, so I apologize beforehand if you're listening and you're hearing a lot of spoilers from us. But apparently, um, Erica and Stephanie are no longer friends. So that are no longer in obviously no longer in a relationship. But also, I believe I read somewhere that they're no longer um, even friends. So that tells me that yeah. So that tells me that. Stephanie probably signed up to be on this show just to boost her ratings on YouTube or her other social media platforms. Wow. And this was something where this is like an, a case where she dragged Erica through the mud for her own games. And um, I know that's very uh, oh, awful. Defamous. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I, I don't, I mean, that's, this is just my theory, right? I'm not saying that. Conjecture. Yeah, it's a conjecture. But, <laughs> Um, it just looks that way because, again, like you have to act a certain way to someone, you know, pouring their hearts out. It's just not, I mean, that's just not a, a feasible reaction. You know, it's just so dramatic, so melodramatic for no reason. Um, anyway, moving on to the other couple from Down Under, um, from Port Port Augusta, we now move to Melbourne, Melbourne. where we find <laughs> when we find Ash. Uh, and I'm not sure if you guys caught um, Pillow Talk, but Andre calls him trash. <laughs> oh, God. Andre? Andre, yeah. I know. Wow. Andre. I have to catch up. I'll have to catch I know, up. right? I was like thinking, mm, is that, does that take, I mean, it's, take, it takes one to know one. So, anyway. Exactly. Um, so, where we meet Ash and, um, and Avery and Again, I you know, really kudos to her for, you know, standing firm and not giving in to his whiny, um, you know, pleas of like, you know, asking her to say, oh, if, if you love me, show me or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, which again, is some form of gaslighting, I believe. And, you know, I, I love the fact that she schooled him by saying, look, like, she, you're the one who attacked me first. You're mm-hmm. the one who came into the room and called me heartless. All right. So, I mean, yeah. come on. She saw through your bullshit. So just admit it, right? And I, I'm kind of glad that he calmed down too. And he, I think it took him a while to see that he was actually in the wrong, but he still doesn't apologize, I believe. I mean, I, I we have to watch it again. But I don't think he was, you know, he's, he, he still thinks that, you know, she's in the wrong um, and you know, she thinks that there are some, there are a lot of unresolved issues between them, which you know, totally understandable. Um, and then when she asked him for some space, right? She wants to spend time on her own, and she wants that she wants to be in, in her own room. He freaks out. He's like, "Oh, right. why do we have to separate? We, you know, if you want to resolve this issue, why do we have to separate?" And I'm like, "Dude, she just needs space from you. Come mm. on, right? Like, he told you not get that." Right. And for a relationship coach, come on. How can you not give people space? Like, come on, let her breathe. Um, so anyway, they finally met um, Sien and um, Taj, right? 
Um, and I guess the biggest bombshell um, that we found out is that they were recently divorced, um, according to CN, only a year ago. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm sure all of us went like, wait, hold on. Didn't he say he was divorced 10 years ago? And again, this brings back to the, this, you know, right? It, it brings us back to the whole, Ash is, is wishy-washy about a lot of details. Right. Like he's, he's such a snake oil salesman, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I predict that Avery is not going to go ahead with this relationship. And I think, again, spoilers, but, you know, someone recently asked Ash on, on Instagram whether he's still with Avery and he said no. I saw that too. So, I mean, uh, what, what, I, what I like though is that, you know, Avery is so mature and the way she kind of was talking about how she really needs to hear from Sion directly, how it's going to, how their, her relationship with Ash is going to affect her and her child. Um, I thought that that was like really, really mature of her to think of the situation that way because it is so important for a child in these kind of situations to have some type of stability. I mean, she could have just, you know, been super self-centered and been like, you know, I don't care. Like, you need to come to America. You bring whoever you need to bring, but this, these are my rules. Take it or leave it. Um, but the fact that she's actually taking the time to connect with the ex-wife and um, to reach out, I think that, that that was really great. And I think the reason that she didn't end up with Ash is because clearly, uh, Sion, you know, she has an issue with it. So... I don't know. I, I like that she did that. That was super cool of her. That's very motherly of her. Like she cares about the fact that, you know, if if she were to start the K1 visa process for Ash, she's essentially taking Ash away from Taj. And mm-hmm. I think especially after talking with Sion, like she she understands that he's too young to be, you know, away from his mother, right? If both of them were to go over to the U.S., then, then you know, Taj would be away from his mom, and that's not cool. I mean, you know, she's she's a mom herself, so I'm I, I applaud her for that maturity, that you know, for being for, for thinking about others, um, and putting that ahead of the relationship. Um, mm-hmm. So, right. So, Avery. Like, I, I applaud her a lot. Um, we know that she sees through his, his, his bullshit. Um, the, the thing for me is that I, I'm glad that she's, again, I think I, 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 completely, I always mention this. She's, she's past that part of being seduced. You don't need to do all these fancy things for her now. Like, okay, you got, you got me now, right? Like, now it's about keeping me. Now it's about maintaining where we're at. You don't need to do all these fancy trips and all these fancy gifts and stuff. You don't need to do this. Like we're at the, we're at, we've, we've already brought it to the next level. Like let's, let's, let's advance this relationship. And Ash isn't there yet. Avery is. So she's already thinking ahead. So for her, yeah, she wants to, let's, let's, let's meet the baby mama now. Let's see what this process involves and how it's going to impact your relationship um, with your child. So she's already, she's already way ahead. And um, I'm glad that she knows what she wants in a partner. Um, and she, she stood her ground, you know, when, um, when she needed to. Again, like you said, for a relationship coach, um, he's terrible. He's terrible at understanding certain things like boundaries. That's a very simple thing when you think about, like, that's one of the basics of, like, a, of, a, of a relationship is to respect people's boundaries. And um, I think after um after their their argument and their unresolved issues i think yeah you can talk about trying to fix things but you saw that when you tried to fix it um you weren't going anywhere so i think to take a step back and to say yeah i think we both need like time to ourselves and to just kind of respect her request and he couldn't even do that that was a failure on his part to recognize that um with <laughs> his uh I don't know if you want to call it an exaggeration or just a flat out lie. Um, But yeah, he's everything 
that he does is to portray and uh, to portray himself in a seductive um, in a seductive manner and to portray himself in this way that's desirable um, to women. So of course he's going to lie about the divorce and, and the timeline on which it occurred. Right. Um, when that came out, uh, that wasn't really a bombshell of a surprise. It was surprising enough for me to lift an eyebrow, but then at the same time, I was like, "Of course, <laughs> oh fucking course, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, who's gonna sleep with him if he's still with his wife, right? Like, uh, so he again, he's he's doing all these things like to portray himself a certain way. It's all part of the front. It's all part of this like well constructed." avatar but if you dig into the details and you you know you you extract the truth you'll realize that the real ash is far from it so but maybe that's all he has to offer to the world you know what i mean I, and I, yes that's it i think i think like that's as deep as he goes which isn't too deep you know um he seems like a really nice person so if ash if you're listening to this i have nothing against you you seem like a super nice person but you just need to like self-reflect a little bit more. Who hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) Who hurt you? (laughs) Yeah. It's probably like rooted in some deep kind of um, relationship pain. I don't know. Again, I'm just guessing at this, but was it a woman that like fucked him up so bad that he needed to build this like protective layer and you, in order to get past it, you know, you got to be a certain way or if you're going to get past it at all, I don't know. Or you know what it is? You know, he acts the way a person um, acts when they used to be very, very overweight. And then like you lose lose all this weight and then like you turn hella hot, but really inside feels like a fat dude. Is is that why he's rocking a size two jeans? Is that <laughs> I kind of feel it's like that's that's his that's the story. Size sprayed on, right? <laughs> um, I was really disturbed at how he crossed. He managed to cross his legs like that in those tight jeans. But you know, kudos to him, right, for rocking the skinnies. Oh, I'm not gonna hate. That is like totally like European style. Like that is so normal. For he's, he's definitely well groomed, right? But yeah, no, actually, I like his style. It's it's nice. It's a little bit. It's metro nice, you know. Yeah, with the scarf and everything. Yeah, it's cool. I, I guess it. it's just when he opens his mouth, I'm just not, I, I, I don't buy it, you know. It's like, I can't, I'm not convinced that he's a relationship coach once he opens his mouth. Like, no. from afar, like, yes, but, you know. He's just, yeah. he's like someone that women pay to hang out with. Right. He, right. He's like a gentleman entertainer. Gigolo. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to 90 day cray cray. Um, I think they mentioned it on their podcast that there are certain things, um, certain tactics that he does that work, um, one-on-one, right? Yeah. Um, I think we mentioned that too. Yeah. When he's got you isolated and, um, and you're not getting input from other sources, um, and possibly again, I, I think it's part of the seductive process. Um, yeah. That's one of the things that's the same person who wrote the art of seduction also wrote the 40 um, laws of power. And one of those things is like isolate the victim, like right. take that person away from, um, from people who can influence her so that right. you have complete influence. And once you do all the bullshit that you feed them, they'll, they'll eat it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so certain things that he'll say will go, go well, you know, one on with, one-on-one communication yeah um but then you know when you leave it and you when you leave it um uh open um to for other person for other people to kind of throw input and to pick at it you know it it all falls apart so i also think that he preys on the weak and the vulnerable so and that's why like he works best on a one-on-one situation right and it's the perfect guys because like you're saying oh it's a relationship coach but all people who need relationship coaching are probably people who are fresh out of relationships yeah broken-hearted broken lonely people looking for companionship right Mm -hmm. and then he Mm -hmm. offers it to them under this guise that i'm a professional and i know what guys like like come on man and i mean he's also above average good looking he's a great looking guy i'll give it i'll give it to him right that's also part of you know his yeah i'll give it to him as much as i make fun of his bug eyes and stuff like that like come on like this is a he's well again he's well groomed 
um, um, actually pretty well spoken. If you if you erase the the bullshit that comes out of his mouth, like he can he can actually speak. Like I'll give him I'll give give it to that. Like you go on onto his socials, he's got a high follower count, right? Like he he pulls up in his fucking Audi with leather seats. You know what I mean? Like that's an old this, Audi. That, yeah, that's like still, according to like, my boyfriend, like the cheapest Audi. Yeah, it's ha- like like I would not be impressed at all with that Audi. That is like a 1995 Audi. Still an Audi. Anyway, <laughs> I'm saying the the package, right? When you see it, it's 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 wrapped nicely and you know, with a pretty bow. Whether or not what's inside is 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 all that um, is all worth talking about, right? It looks nice. He's a nice and shiny object, right? Um, and I don't mean to reduce him to that. I'm sure he, he offers a lot of other value, but when it comes to, um, like relationships and, and women, I, I don't know if he really knows as much as he leaves on. Guys, he's just a very tanned Jesse. <laughs> All right. So, um, shall we move on to, and I know we're, we don't like talking about this guy, but his nipple tattoos are just so hypnotizing. Um, Shall we talk about Jeffrey and Varya? Go for it. <laughs> and how it was such an uncomfortable moment. Well, especially for me, just watching how Jeffrey sort of coerced her into accepting his proposal because otherwise he would not return or he would not continue with the relationship, which I thought was another form of gaslighting. And and I and 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 you know what? Good on Varya. She dodged a good one. Yeah. She dodged. She, she really did. dodged. Oh my god! She did. Yeah. Um, Her instincts yeah, kicked I, in, and they're right. Right. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, let, Lon, I, I, I want to get a, a guy's opinion on this, right? If you get down on one knee and you propose, would I mean? I'm sure you feel bitter about if she were to say no, but. Does what I mean was was Jeffrey's behavior like justifiable for the kind of answer that Varya gave him? Because he he's, he acted so butt sore about yeah. the whole situation, and he was so bitter till the very end. And he did not cry. He did not show any emotion. I just felt like he was so like his ego was just right you know, at a at a max right so his behavior was not justifiable and if anything it proved that he does not love her and that he's right. not in it for the long run um and here's why um she did not so she didn't say no right he asked if she would marry him and she said i'm not ready and he said so that's no and she, and even throughout the 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 entire episode She's like, oh, yeah, you know, next time uh, we can go to this place. And he's like, oh, next time. And she's already telling him, um, you know, no, I don't, I don't think this is over. Like three or four different times, she tells him, there is still a future for us here. You do know that I didn't say no. I said I'm not ready, meaning not now. Um, but because he doesn't love her, he's not interested in a relationship for the long haul he was like, it's now or never. Like, it's now or never? Well, if you're, if you're soulmates, and she even said this when he mentioned the soulmates, what if I'm your soulmate? And she said, well, if we're soulmates, then time doesn't even matter. Like, she mm-hmm. even, even that was another way of telling him it doesn't have to be today, you know? Um, so to me, the entire episode was like this. Are you going to marry me? Now is not the best time. So you mean no. I mean, let's continue going. It's no, no, let's keep this going. No, let's keep this going. Nope. And, and I'm like, dude, that's not what she fucking said. And yeah. she's trying to tell you the entire time. Like, there's like, aren't you going to come back? There's even one where it was, it hurt to see when she said something like, so you're, you tried once or you tried once and that's it. You know, like, like one visit is, is, is all you're going to do. You know, and again, it, he, it's, it, it's his ego. It's his pride. It's um, this whole, I don't know, I think it might be some American mentality that these like foreigners are not worth your fucking time. Like, do you love her? Because if you actually did love her, you would see this opening that she's leaving and you would work. You would work on gaining her trust. You would work 
on being a better person, you would, you would earn it. Like, you know, you fucked up, you know, when you, you knew when you boarded the plane that you had secrets and then you drop the bomb on her and then you expect her to say yes in the few days that you just dropped all this shit on her. Like, mm-hmm. no, it, it, the fact that she gave you that little of an opening, you should be taking it and, 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 and making the most of it and saying, yes, I'm going to earn your trust. Like, thank you fucking thank you for giving me another chance and for letting me prove to you that I'm a better person that I'm um that I'm worthy and that I'm not the the same guy that you know did all this bad shit that I'm like that I've been found guilty of you know and she did she dodged a bullet because you know if she do, if she does her research she'll know that he has a case for being abusive to other women like Come on, man. Yeah, she um, told she yeah. totally dodged that. Yeah, she did. So yeah, for me, it just it just pissed me off. The fact that she shed a tear for this guy, like totally pissed me off because um he was he was treating her like shit for no reason. Aside and 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 he was the one dictating the narrative. He was the one saying, You said no, and I can't um no, what am I supposed to do? And she's just like, When did that's not what I said like she keeps trying to paint this picture of a future and he's because she didn't say yes when he like showed her a ring dude like that was you actually got the best outcome the fact that she didn't say no flat out was better than you deserved better than you deserved where had she just said no fuck off that would have been what he deserved and she she left a sliver of like uh of um of hope and then he was, he just, he cut that off. He's like, nope, not good enough. What? Anyway. Yeah, I was, uh, I wasn't surprised that she said not now. I mean, I think that probably once she heard that news of, of how he spent time in prison, I think that really shook her. And I think that she's still, she's been trying to process that information for a while. And, um, that proposal, even though it's nice to have, I, you know, just, it's just the, with the wrong person, right? And just to answer your question, Lon, you know, does he love her? I do think he loves her, but he loves himself more. And he has this huge ego and his ego got hurt, you know? And I think that's what the problem the was, you know? It's like the ego got hurt and then it turned into a, how dare you? Do you know who I am? You know, because he's he's been kind of walking around like, you know, this American cowboy, you know, since day one with Varya, like judging where she lives and judging, you know, Russia and um, the food and all this stuff. So his yeah. ego got hurt. He's like, who do you think you are? And then in his head, he's just like, well, you know what? Like, if you're like, if you are too blind to see Varya, what a great man I am. And you, you're not jumping all over me and dying to be with me. And, you know, I'm blessing you with my presence and a green card. Yeah. And that's it. Like, on to the next one. And, um, you know, like, I don't know why it was so black and white with this guy. You know, it's like, it's like he was on and then, like, that's it. His switch got turned off. And then we see in the previews that he's dressed up for a date with, a, like, a holding a bouquet of flowers. And he's meeting someone at a bar. Like already, you know, that's like not I love. Think, see, that's where that's again, not love. That's you know? not love. See, so it's yeah, not. Yeah. And, and you know, and as you, as everyone said, like she honestly dodged a bullet. This was like, this was like her like womanly instincts kicking in and saying, saying like, please stop, don't do it, and her actually listening to it. Um, I mean, she would have just been in a very dangerous place with this guy because he is just not stable emotionally mentally um he's been in he's been to jail once and as much as i kind of wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt earlier when we started talking about this couple you know he just kept like kept getting strikes and more strikes against him so he's kind of on my shit list and i read online that tlc dropped him and i'm like good riddance this point you know yeah Yeah, he's no longer going to be included in a tell-all or rather, he wasn't even invited to the tell-all. And I think Varya opted out as well because, you know, she didn't want to be involved if he's not going to be around as well. Um, I just want to say that 
this is the same, and may I remind our listeners that this is the same Jeffrey that at, at one point of time earlier on this season was uh, suspecting Varya of using him to get out of the country. Mm-hmm. And yet, when she doesn't want to rush this relationship, he freaked out and his yeah. ego was severely bruised. I mean, the fact that she didn't, she said not now and that she doesn't want to rush things kind of goes to show that she's really into you, not mm-hmm. into your citizenship. You know, so it, then it, it tells me that he wants something transactional. He's not, you know, he doesn't want to be, like he's not with her for true love or mutual respect. He just right. sees her as someone who, you know, is sort of like his property or something. Like, oh, I propose to you. You have to say yes. Right. You know, and, but my biggest gripe with this, uh, with this particular storyline last episode, I mean, you know, last night was that Jeffrey has no balls to actually break up with her in the most, like explicit or articulative way. Like mm. he, he's sort of like kind of had this all or nothing approach. Yeah. And then he gave her an ultimatum. And, and when she said, when she's trying to explain herself, like you said, Lon, like he interpreted that as a no and he just walked away from the relationship. And I right. thought that was like, it's very, it's very awkward to watch that. But I also felt really hurt because it was such a dick move. Yeah, it was. Like, you're not man enough to actually say, like, hey, this is the end. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, I need you to do this for me or I'm looking for something. Like, he just doesn't. It's like, instead, he kind of just keeps giving her this ultimatum or something. Like, I just don't get that. He was trying to salvage his image. The entire time, right. it looked like he was trying to recover from the fact that she didn't say yes. Even down mm-hmm. to the airport scene, um, it was a power play. The fact that she was going to stay in the cab, and then he was like, so, you're going to come out? You're going to come out of the cab and like, yeah, or whatever? <laughs> because if she didn't, because if she didn't, you know how, like, fucked up that would have looked like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, coming out, and she's not even going to give him the time of day. So then she does, and she didn't need to, but she did. And then again, that gave him the opportunity to be the last one to walk out. Right? Yeah. And then um, he left her there on the curb. And then she comes back and he's like, well, nope, 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 nope. I got to go now. Bye. You know, and he's leaving her again. So it, to me, just felt like he was, um, he was trying to, he was trying to regain what he, the face or the image that he felt he lost or the power that he felt he lost in that moment that she didn't say yes. So mm-hmm. him, so him asking her to come out of the cab so he could walk away from her. Yeah, I mean, um, her big coming move, to man. Him, that was yeah. a big move. Yeah, yeah, her coming to him, you know, before entering security, and then him getting the opportunity to go. No, I gotta go, and eh, you know, and then leaving. I'm like, come on, man. Now, he just no. wanted to be to have the the last word on their relationship. Totally, that was a dick move. Totally. Um, and I'm like pissed that we're gonna get to see another episode of him dressed up and entertaining another. Yeah. Man. Fuck off, man. I, I, I bet that. you he's dating his friend Mary. I don't need to see. Oh, this. I'm sure that's that's the only person I would agree yeah. to meet him. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> poor, poor child. I don't need to see that. I, I'd rather see uh, Varya meeting another guy. Like. Same. We don't need to see him. Right. So on this episode, um, we don't really see Tom and Darcy or Yolanda and William. Um, they're not covered, I believe. And I think Baby Girl Lisa and Soja Boy was also not featured on last night's episode. Right. So I guess we can skip ahead to David and Lana. So David finally meets his scammer. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say, guys. I mean, well played TLC. Yeah, Elsie deserves my Pelosi clap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pelosi clap. Yeah. Matt, I go. Pelosi clap. Pelosi nice clap. work, Matt Sharp, um, <laughs> for uh, writing such a such a mysterious storyline that got us hooked and that got us hooked line and sinker. Um, it did. I I mean yep. we we it was an emotional roller coaster, right? Because we were like. 
you know, he went to he went to Kiev and then he drove to Pavlograd and then he came back to US and then he he like you know like did a U-turn and went back to Kiev and uh it it's it's such a it's it's such a roller coaster, right, you guys? Um I, I just want to highlight a few things that happened. Um, I think when he checked in, the hotel, even the hotel concierge knew what what he was there for. Right. Even she said, like, yeah, you know, it's so typical of Ukrainian women to scam U.S. men. Mm. And, like, at that point, I kind of felt sorry because, like, you know, can you imagine, like, you know, like, people like her sees him and they're like, ah, chump. <laughs> you <Right>. know, like, yeah. um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and he, you know, I think the 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 pinnacle of that of this whole storyline is when he met up with the PI, and I'm not sure if you guys saw that PI's reaction because I like I I just wonder what goes on on like his mind when he saw like David walk in because he's probably thinking like, man, this is the easiest paycheck I'll ever earn. <laughs> like <laughs> this is but, like but then ha- David fired him. Right, he's like you sir. Are fired, and then I. What more I, work needs to be done, though? Because I I'm know. sure he must have got already. He already must have gotten paid for the work he already did. Right. So I'm like, but what else does he need to do? Like his job is already done. I just feel sorry for the translator because she's like, oh crap! Now I have to yeah. translate that. <laughs> I have to deliver the bad news. Though yeah. I mean, like you're right, Mariam. Like I think you know, and Lon. Like I think he's already paid. I hopefully he's already paid. But like, man, when he when David said like, oh. You know, I don't trust the PI. He's only giving his, like, opinion, not information. Like, dude, that's his research. Right. Like, he's the professional, and you hired him to do that research for you. So, right. how mm-hmm. how can you dismiss that? Like, you're so in denial. Um, but anyway, jokes on us. Um, like I said, David met his scammer. Um, I think, and like, I think, I mean, I hope like many others, uh, we all think that TLC probably paid her to show up, um, or there was some form of um, interesting conversation that went behind behind the scenes where you know maybe David said like, "Hey, look, my flight's leaving at this date. I need you to come meet me. Otherwise, I'm gonna stop chatting." And you know, when when he when he said that, I'm guessing she's like, "Oh, damn, that's one less income for me." Um, because like, how can you love someone that is scamming you for money? I don't understand that. Like, I guess to him, that's his, that's his form of, I don't know, like financial support to a girlfriend that he thinks he deserves. But Nadia, he wasn't getting scammed. They're in a relationship. Right. You know, it's yeah, just or- every time that he, you know, wanted to meet her, something would come up. <laughs> You know, one time she had health issues. One time, you know, <laughs> someone died. Yeah. Are you being I mean, sarcastic? I can't tell. I'm totally, I'm totally being sarcastic. Like, okay. what, what? I'm like, wait. You know what? I, I'm she sorry. doesn't have her camera on, listeners, so I can't tell. She's, I can't see her face right now. But, but no, Maryam is right, because what do I know? Like, David is in a re- seven-year relationship. Only he knows that it's serious. Come on, like, only he knows. He right? knows. So. Here's the thing. So he knows what goes on between the two of them. And that's the only thing that he knows. And for me, the only thing that this proves is that there is someone be that there is someone behind the keyboard and the woman in the picture exists. That doesn't disprove that she doesn't have eight other profiles where she's talking to eight right. other men. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't disprove that she's getting paid for his time and that she strung him along for seven years and a hundred K. This doesn't, you know, disprove that, okay, she moved in with her sister in Kiev, but that doesn't disprove that she's been telling him lies because the person at the, at the other address Still stated, nope, never seen this woman in my life. And I've lived in this building for 20 years. That doesn't disprove that she's the woman um, or that she's not the woman. How do I phrase this? That she wasn't at the candy store, the bread store, whatever, that little pastry store that he's like, do you recognize this woman? And they said, nope, never seen her in my life. Like, it doesn't prove a lot. It proves that this person in the photo exists and that he contacted her and said okay like you got to meet me but there's a whole history here 
that were not um, that that still needs to be explained. If anything, it just made me really suspicious about what truly transpired and how um, I'll give TLC credit or whoever is behind the storyline. I'll give them credit for um, for for hiding their cards you know, keeping a, a really good poker face. They had us all duped. They had us all like talking shit about this. And yeah, we were all surprised. As surprised as I can be since it got, you know, it got leaked on socials um, days before the episode even came out. So part of me, the, the shitty part about like socials now is like leaks are everywhere. And this, this was spoiled for me uh, before the episode even aired. Um, and then it just um, really made me start asking questions um even with the private investigator like he's not going to embarrass himself on tv his reputation is on the line if people saw that he didn't do his due diligence and this guy was a fraud they'd never hire the guy and there he goes so like i trust him i trust that what he found was true information i trust that he has his connections you know he was really logical about it like oh the 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 documents documents won't show where this person is at, blah, blah, blah. They'll show where, you know, she was registered to live and all this stuff. It won't really prove that she's at a hockey game, you know, or whatever, whatever information he was requesting at the time. Like, I, I think this guy's legit. You know, if you were to say, oh man, was the PI scamming him or was the, was she scamming him? I, you know, lean towards Lana. So um, yeah, for me, it, there are still a lot of unanswered questions. Um, I'm going to see how they handle this moving forward. Uh, because yeah, she, he gets to meet her, but you know, there's, there's a lot more substance here that needs to be a lot more fat that needs to be chewed on. Uh, I guess is the, is the phrase I'm looking for. We need answers, right? This isn't good enough for me. You know, I think we were, we were bamboozled. We were manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, good sleight of hand there. It's a misdirection. <laughs> so there's all this stuff, all this like magic that's happening behind the scenes that we're unaware of. And it was well played on their part, but at the same time, not satisfactory enough for me. I, I want answers. I was, when I got, when I saw the, um, the spoiler kind of get leaked on the socials. Like, I don't think I was able to sleep for like two nights. Oh, no. I was like, so you stayed, stayed up at night. I, I was like, how dare they? You know what I mean? Um, and I, I think what it is is that we kind of went through this whole season with Caesar and Maria. Mm-hmm. Yes. And had we not had that storyline already in our heads, you know, maybe we would have assumed differently with David. And, and I think that's what ends up happening. Um, but yeah, I was completely shocked. I'm still shocked. I'm surprised, you know, a woman showed up and I'm surprised the woman was like 90% like her photos and I'm surprised she like embraced him and actually looked like she was happy. Um, I, like, I'm still shocked, honestly. Um, but I, I, you know, I agree with like what you guys are, are saying. I do feel like TLC is like definitely doing some like heavy editing, mm. um, you know, conveniently leaving a lot of stuff out. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to kind of unfold and yeah, we'll watch this storyline closely. Did y'all see the photos where they, they compared her photo with, um, Tom's mistress? Shannon. Yeah. Shannon. Yeah. Like they're the same person and stuff. Yeah. Like, they look hey, alike. Guys, we found Lana. Yeah. And it's a photo <laughs> of Shannon and a photo of Lana and Tom's talking to her and we're like, whoa. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I, I, I have two questions for you guys well one is sort of like a high, like just a comment a statement question right how can someone spend a hundred thousand dollars on a chat and 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 bought fake diamond for a proposal <laughs> well, ring well that's what he's claiming i mean i haven't seen any receipts to back up that claim right so well, it, was, okay. it was over the course of, of, of seven years. So right. if he had seven years to pay off a ring, maybe he'd have got a better ring. But yeah. Yeah. Um, or it could be TLC just, you know, right. dining up on the drama, right? Saying yeah. that, oh, he paid X amount of dollars when maybe he, he didn't. Um, also, the other question I was going to ask you guys is how many more of such catfish type of, you know, storyline would you be able to take because i feel like if you have two of this 
per season it's just exhausting like you know you watch Yolanda you watch David yeah. I mean I know it's great drama but like I don't want to see this anymore I don't want right. to see this anymore so the thing with me is catfish is catfish it's its own show there's a reason I watch Catfish and there's a reason I watch 90 Day Fiance. Right. And I, I watch Catfish because I want to see Catfish do a Catfish story. They do it much better and yeah. it's, it's a lot more surprising and it's real. Um, whereas 90 Day Fiance, like you're, you're, you know, you're, you're in over your head on this. Um, I, I, it made for pretty entertaining stories, but I came to watch 90 Day Fiance because I want to see the dating process. I want to see the K-1 visa process. I want to see the cultural barriers, the language barriers. I want to see all this stuff play out, not somebody getting scammed on the internet. And is it, you know, by the end of the story, is this real or is this not? Are we going to, no, we get that on MTV already. We don't need that on TLC. Like the reason this show is good, the reason I tune in is for uh, these K-1 visa um, stories. And, you know, with the spinoffs and stuff, I started going, uh, how are these spinoffs going to do? But you know what? It works. And if this, if you, if you center it around the whole 90 day process, you've got a winner. As you can already tell, um, you know, from the memes and from, you know, a lot of these stories going viral already, you've got a winning formula here. Um, you don't need to turn it into a catfish. You don't need to do that. Um, for me, at least, these catfishing um, storylines were the weakest. Um, aside from David and Lana's big reveal um, previously, or what we saw last night, like there wasn't really much to talk about other than to pity them. So, you know, if, if, if anyone who matters is listening, we're tired of the I'm tired. I can't speak. For We're tired. My yeah, I'm tired. Here. Right. So we watch Catfish for a reason. We watch 90 Day Fiance for a reason. Get back to 90 Day Fiance, please. Let's, let's you know, let's get back into the, the, the relationships and um, the, the meat and potatoes of uh, the reason it's worth tuning in. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, we've come to the we've almost well we're almost towards the end uh we've finally come to rose and big ed um and what else can i say except you know our queen you know drove her points home and she did it in such a way that it 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 caused uh ed to be shocked you know she got him shook um you know kudos to her um, I think it was super gangster of her to like walk, walk away, go straight to the hotel room and pack her stuff and, you know, and then head, head to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not sticking around to hear any more of his bullshit. And I'm so, so glad for her and so happy. Um, and again, this goes to show that she's not with him for his green card. Right. Um, or so, his money. Oh, he's money. Right. Um, you know, I think she has very strong principles and I admire her for that. I really do. Um, I also give her a lot of credit for telling him that, you know, he needs to change his behaviors. That took mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. you know, a lot of kahunas to actually right. tell someone like, hey, yeah, you got to change so that it, you won't hurt in a, the next person. And... That was just super badass, guys. I mean, you know, she's truly our queen. Queen Rosemary. I, yeah. I totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, she she just like handed him, like handed it to him. I mean, it was just like handed him his ass, everything like this to him, you know. And the look on his face, this fool was so confused. He was like, he was like over there in his hot pink shirt and his flip-flops. Yeah. Like relaxed by the pool. And then Rosemary just like hits him with all this stuff. I thought that was like so funny to watch. And then um, for me, it was especially satisfying to kind of, you know, see him go back to the room towards the end expecting that she was going to be like waiting for him in the hotel room with with you know the teddy on um, yeah. the teddy. <laughs> right like that's kind of like what he's expecting right and 
Dude, when he saw that hotel room empty, it was like a big like F you in his face. And that was so satisfying. I mean, this is a woman who sleeps with rats, okay? Mm. There's nothing wrong with poverty. I'm I'm not trying to, you know, say that there's anything wrong with poverty or making fun of it at all, but just, you know, to bring to people's attention that she is living in a very poor um, environment and clearly big ed with you know his limited income could could give her a much better life than she has but you know what this woman has self-respect for herself she yep. has principles she comes from a very um you know strong family line you know like there's honor and um everything that her family has taught her it's like you know what, like, like there's, there's a price for everything. And that is one price that she is just not going to pay for. Um, and I also agree, Nadia, like the way, you know, she basically told him like, fix yourself. Otherwise you're like, totally like never going to be with somebody. Um, it, it was all like so shocking for Ed because he's so narcissistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a very tough pill for him to swallow. Oh um, yeah. I completely respect her. Like, um, I, I think that she is one of the, the most, she will be one of the most memorable characters on the 90 Day Fiance um, oh, yeah. series for me, only just because she ha- she just did respect herself at the end of the day. So my hat's off to you, Rosemary. I really, I love you. Um, and I really, I'm so happy that you're not with Ed. You also like dodged a huge, huge bullet. Yeah. Rosemary, she, uh, she definitely uh, rallied at the end. <laughs> You know, uh, she she came back, game-winning shot. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone can agree that the epic takedown uh, was uh, was was definitely one of those like um, moments uh, of of ninety day fiance where you know you 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 see this comeback like happening right before your eyes. This guy is is is, is insulting her. He's shaming her. He's just being a complete dick. And she's just taking L's left and right. And then, you know, down to the final quarter of the game, she's like, fuck this, you know, and like takes it down. And then uh, they, 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 go, they go with it for like another episode. And it was great to see more of it like happening last night. And, you know, to top it off with the, with the cherry on top, he's like, so <laughs> he, he, as if he needed confirmation, he's like, so, so you think I'm a bad person? Motherfucker, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, she does. <laughs> like, <laughs> did we just experience you to change your yeah, behavior? Did like, we just experience the same, I don't know, five minutes here? Like, what are you talking about? So she's like, yeah. And like, without a fucking, like, without a, a heartbeat, like she didn't skip or nothing. She's like, yeah, you know, face, <laughs> facial and everything. Like yeah. full eye contact. Yeah. And like on the socials, all the different screen captures of Rose, uh, of just the, the expressions that she's, she's wearing on her face. As she's yeah. The death stares. There's just so many, like you're, People are creating memes left and right. And like, yeah, uh, you know, if Ed doesn't work on himself, you know, and and the thing is, um, I'm starting to get more involved in the socials aspect of it um, just because um, if we're going to be, you know, um, a little bit competitive on this podcast, we got to be up on our game. So like I've been, you know, trying to dig into the socials and yeah, um, what I'm seeing is, you know, apparently Ed is still trashing Rose. He's created a fake account and he's, he's going on these um, 90 day fiance meme accounts and defending himself rather than defending himself on his main account and saying, guys, like, you know, uh, I'm sorry, this isn't me, or maybe this is me and I fucked up and I'm learning and I'm still in this process of, of self-improvement and I'm being better rather than doing that he's created um an alternate account where he acts like he's not him he acts like he's some third party and he loses he praises, <laughs> it's gross he praises himself and he trashes rose 
He's they truly a troll. It's he's terrible. And yeah, all, I think troll is the right word. Troll yeah. Is, yes, in, in in every sense of the word right now. And um, you know, people who are familiar with the account call him out on it. You can look this up. You know, if you're active on um, on Instagram and on Twitter, you can see you know all types of this stuff where they're calling him out already. They're like, Ed, we know we know this is your other account. Like, you don't need to do this. This is this is terrible. Quit insulting our intelligence, right? So, like the fact that he can't even um, just just own up to it, just own up to it. You know, uh, it, I'd have a lot more respect for you, as little as it would be, if you just said, "Look, like um, I, I did this to get my name out. I did this because it was a good opportunity to 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 promote myself, and I thought that stirring this up would um, would be good for me." And it didn't work out. Uh, you know, it got my name out. I'm still a shitty person for it or whatever. Own up to it. Stephanie did, you know, and whatever. She's she's paying the price that she has to pay for whatever she has to she has to do. But at least she's not hiding behind a fake account and fucking like trashing somebody on the show. Like, come on, man. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, um, good on Rosemary. It's I love to see people. Um, who know their value, know their self-worth, and confirm it. It's so empowering, and I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. She represents us Asian women so yes. well. Oh, I mean, just Asians in general, yes. you know. I mean, and I guess, you know, Philippines to a certain extent. Not, she, yeah, she will not be bought, and that's yeah great. As, again, um, you've all mentioned it, and I've seen other comments on it too. Like, as as bad as her life could be, as terrible as it could be to, you know, to sleep on the floor, um, you know, amongst like um, rodents, you know, and, um, you know, just in the conditions that she's living in, that she um, values herself enough to tell herself, I'm worth more than selling my soul to some guy, you know what I mean, um, for a better life. And she even said, she even knew it. She said, you don't care about me and my son. Like, Right, you you don't care about Prince. I forgot how she said it, but she says something like, "I don't think you actually really care about my kid." You know, like she mentioned all that stuff, and she just—it was a brilliant takedown. It was, it was, it was well thought out. You could tell that, she, that this has been building up for a while, that it needed two episodes for her to vent. So, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like she just had to, yeah, good, <laughs> right? But yeah, she let him have it. So. Yeah, that was the best. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was uh, definitely one of the highlights of uh, this uh, season four of you know before the ninety days. Um, and you know, unfortunately, that is pretty much it for last night's episode. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Like, did you guys catch up on the quarantine or the what now? And I know you know TLC is teeing us up, teeing us to the to the next season of uh, The Other Way. Um, so that's right. something to look forward to. But anything else you guys want to say about last night's episode or whatever other French, you know, 90-day spinoffs you guys want to, that you guys might have caught? I still have to catch up on um, what now. I've been putting that aside. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think I'll catch that before The, um, the Other Way starts. Um, I didn't watch the quarantine ones yet. I feel bad about that. I was watching The Last Kingdom. Sorry, listeners. Um, but, the Kingdom? Um, yeah, the, the Last Kingdom? Oh, The Last Kingdom. Is the Last Kingdom. It's on Netflix. I think it's a Viking spinoff. Oh, um, okay. Not The Kingdom because that yeah. was that's also very interesting. The Kingdom is also very, very good. Very interesting, listeners, yeah. If you're looking for something to watch, The Kingdom. Not The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom was also great, but if you've seen Vikings, it's on the same thing. But The Last Kingdom... It's like a zombie story with a twist. So I, yeah. I suggest that. Um, anyways, um, aside from um, last night's episode, I just want to want to go ahead real quick and plug um, our, our IG. It's 90 Day Fiance um, WTF. Um, pretty much we're going to use it um, as a... Um, as a promo page um, to let you guys know or to have you guys communicate with us 
um, uh, to ask questions or to engage you all in discussion and conversation. And maybe we can kind of bring um, those topics or those things you want to, you're interested in talking about here on the podcast. Uh, you know, we're, we'll do our best to, to keep updated on memes and stuff like that and to provide fire memes. But um, I just really want to um, emphasize that it's, um, it's, I primarily will look um, to it to engage you all. Is there something you want to ask us? Is there something that you want to talk about? Leave a comment, um, drop a line um, on one of the photos, hit up uh, the DMs. Um, slide into also, our DMs like we Slide into our DMs. Yeah, there's, also <laughs> a, there's also a button for our email. Um, do you want to get into it about something we talked about? Do you have a differing opinion or... You know, um, I want to use this, um, the IG uh, social, as a way to, um, to start um, a two-way um, conversation here because I know you guys can't get on air with us. Um, hit, hit those up, um, follow it, subscribe, um, tell your friends, get the word out about the podcast, and engage with us. I invite you all to engage with us. Um, we'll definitely um, check it out. Um, again, um, I, you know, I'm going to, we're going to be posting, um, content on there, um, just to kind of generate uh, discussion and give us, uh, maybe some talking points, um, for future podcasts. So again, that's 90 day, uh, fiance, uh, WTF. Um, yeah. And, uh, I won't be hiding behind a fake account. So hit me up too. Um, <laughs> I think I'll add my IG, which is lawn like lawn, L A N underscore L I K E underscore L A W N. All right. Yep. So we are definitely not hiding behind any fake <laughs> accounts. We are all like legit people. Um, we're not affiliated by anyone. We're not getting paid for our opinions by any cast members. So this is all just organic <laughs> shit talking um, <laughs> from our group. So uh, we really just appreciate your support. Um, I would love to get caught up on the other stuff, but I just cannot process more than one 90 day. <laughs> Uh, like thing at a time so I could only do one at a time um, yeah because like it like is so deeply a part of me at this point that I just get really emotionally involved so I think I kind of slow my roll um but no it's been it's been a really fun episode a fun episode and uh a fun podcast with Lon and Nadia so uh please you know share it with your friends and we really appreciate your support yeah, just to piggyback uh, off what you both just said, we would love to connect with our listeners. Um, you know, uh, we can always, you know, agree to disagree. We want to hear your thoughts, your your rants, um, anything, um, how you feel about an episode, how you feel about a certain cast member, um, how you feel about us doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. We would love to receive constructive feedback. Um, you know, we're not perfect. Uh, we're constantly looking to improve. And if you have any pointers, um, if you would like to sponsor us, uh, we, yes. we would love to uh, collaborate. So hit us up. Um, like what Lon said, we're at 90 Day Fiance WTF on Instagram, on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple iTunes. Um, I, before I end, I just want to say that for all you uh, Ziet fans, uh, Ziet is actually in the U.S. <laughs> um, and he's also <laughs> legally married to Rebecca. So that's, uh, again, sorry for the spoiler. But I think it's all over the internet anyway, so no hiding there. Um, what state are they living in, do you know? They're in Georgia. Okay, so there's no way I'm going to run into them in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not yet. Uh, but yeah, so that's, I think that's a piece of good news is that, you know, our, our man's yet finally, <laughs> finally came to the U.S. Um, so yeah, until next time, thank you for listening. Uh, we are 90 Day Fiance WTF Podcast. Um, and this has been awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Good night. <laughs>